Hey guys, you're listening to the Young People Podcast, conversations with young people on passion, purpose, and lifestyle. My name's Lockie, your host, and joining me for episode five is Avalon Breen. Avalon is a super talented poet, and we have a really insightful chat about her work. A lot of her poetry is based around love and relationships, and I think you're really going to enjoy this little chat that I had with her. But before we get into the episode, I'm excited to announce that the Young People Podcast will be going from fortnightly episodes to weekly episodes. Guest episodes will still be posted every second Monday, like usual, but on every other Monday, there will be a new series starting up where we talk about particular topics impacting young people. The first episode of this new series will be out next Monday, June 17th, and will be on Comfort Zone. But right now, here's Avalon Breen. Avalon's here with me. How are you, Avalon? Um, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you in on the podcast. And uh, I will mention on the top that, that uh, your boyfriend is our previous guest. Yes. Zach like yes, Hampson. So yes. we've already got a little connection there on the podcast, which is cool. Yes, very um, nice. Now, the first question, of course, we asked that we ask each guest on the podcast, yeah. just to get the ball rolling, what did you have for breakfast? Um. Actually, this morning, I just had a cup of tea. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. anything that exciting. Perfect. Just... um. Hot hot chocolate tea from T2. So Hot chocolate tea. Yes. It was very interesting. So it's like tea. It's n- not a hot chocolate. It's Yeah, it's like t- tea, tea but tastes like hot chocolate. <laughs> That's it's, awesome. It was, it's very cool. It was yeah. really nice. Are so, you yeah. are you do you tend to not really eat too much for breakfast? Um usually, yeah, I try I'm not very much a breakfast person. I usually more yeah, would drink like teas or mm-hmm. juices or maybe even smoothies because I just feel like eating is just I don't know, for me, very heavy, like, I guess, in the morning. So I would just prefer, like, easier, I guess, for me to digest, like, a smoothie, say. And I just think that's, I think, a really good way. Also, you can get, like, good, like, nutrients, you know, even just in smoothies and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. It's my preference. Cool. Well, let's dive into who you are. So tell us, how old are you and what do you currently do? Okay, I am 22 and at the moment I am an aspiring writer and poet. So, yes. Pretty exciting. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. Thank it's you. great because like I don't I don't personally know like on the Central Coast here where we live, yeah. I don't really know too many like poets and writers. Yeah, same. Like, there's, a, there's a decent like music community around. Mm. Mm. So I was really keen to get you on the podcast because yeah, yeah there you. doesn't seem to be that many around. Yes. Uh, yes. It seems so, that way. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's dive into your journey. Where did your love and your passion for poetry start? Okay. Um, I think I would say I first kind of noticed more so rather than poetry, it was just kind of like an affinity for words. Um, And that probably started when in the beginning of like high school, I'd say. I just remember I would just, um, I don't know, I'd just go home and I'd just start looking up like famous, you know, like love poems. I was a bit of a hopeless romantic as well. So (laughs) I'd just look up really famous like love poems, love letters, um, just love musings that people would write and I would just go home and I would just start copying them and like write them you know, handwrite them in a book that I had. And then slowly over time, I just started um, writing my own perspectives and um, things on love. So I guess that was like the early stages of me starting to write um, my poetry. And then as I got older, when I guess I'd go through um, more emotional events in my life, I just seemed to come back to writing as a way to, you know, outlet and I guess heal like myself. So yeah, from there, I think it just... Um, snowballed really yeah. yeah so how old are you when you started to write your own stuff um probably i'd say about 12 like just before oh, okay I became, yeah like a teenager yeah. yeah 
Yeah. That's cool. So yeah. were, the, were you like sharing them with anyone or was it just no, sort of No, it was like just it was just more personal. personal. For yeah. a very um for a very long time it's only been in the last like actually two years that I've admitted to anyone that I actually wanted to even be a writer and a poet because mm. it was such a I guess like a vulnerable thing for me and I just felt too exposed in that sense mm. to really reveal to anyone because it was just so personal and I was um very passionate about it but I guess you know younger me was very um self-conscious I guess about my writing because I revered so many amazing writers and poets I would always compare myself like oh my god you know I'll never be as good as them or yeah. that kind of right. like mentality mm. I had so for yeah a very long time no one, yeah, I didn't really admit to anyone that's my aspiration or what I wanted to do, even though I think everyone kind of knew from my incredibly like long-winded Facebook posts or just the <laughs> language that I would use and everyone's yeah. like, oh, my God, you use such complicated words. Like, and, you know, yeah. I just speak. Every, a lot of people, when they say they speak to me, it sounds like very poetic or like I am talking to them in that way. So everyone kind of knew. It was like a, I guess you could say um, – like, you know, when people know people were dating and it's like unofficial and it was like yeah, that. Yeah. It was like, unof- I just didn't speak it aloud. I yeah. just didn't have my Facebook status yeah. up, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah. always there. It was always yeah. there. Yes, always there. And did you sort of look at it as sort of like an outlet for you emotionally? Just sort of um, like almost like a journaling sort of thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, For me, um, I still, you know, look back and I see so much. I come over so many like journals or just on my computer, so much writing that, you know, I wrote in times when, yeah, I'd go through any sort of heartache or emotional turbulence and it was just, um, yeah, just a great creative, I think, outlet for me personally and just to heal was the only kind of thing I felt like I could do to get all these overflowing, you know, I guess emotions and things out. I just, yeah, saw no other way, (laughs) like Mm. really besides writing for me. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely, I'd say so. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm. And obviously now, so uh, actually, what did I wanted what did, what did, uh, what did I wanted to talk about oh, was yeah. sort of uh, in school. Uh, mm. Obviously, we're, like we English is probably our main yeah. like writing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you did you find a connection with that during um, school? Like, yeah, or? throughout school, more towards the end because I think in still my early years of high school, I was mm. kind of one of those people that just I don't know, kind of rejected like all that ac- academic kind of stuff. I just wasn't really that good yeah, at it in yeah. the beginning. So I think like a lot of people, you know, I, I didn't really go to school like that frequently because I felt, you know, I guess, again, had lots of insecurities. I felt like I was, you know, too dumb and co- constantly comparing myself. So, yeah, for um, a long time I was like that. But then towards the later years and especially um, at the end of school, like year 11 and 12, I did start really getting into English and that was my strength and I would sort of excel and you know I started getting like really like high marks and you know I'd get all these like um like awards academic like excellence awards for like English and I could tell and a lot of people could tell Mm. like that was kind of my strength like you know like sometimes I'd come like first you know in English like overall so Mm. yeah but then um actually after that I wanted to go to uni and I thought oh yeah like I'll I'll just do like a bachelor of arts you know course and I'll do creative writing in English because I thought you know that was my strength and Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to do and then um I did that but actually it it was a bit of a shock I think then um it it was a lot harder and a lot different to what I thought so I think studying about it in uni so I actually I was kind of like marks wise going not as well you know as I was in school so it kind of um I guess a bit of a shock there and so I actually didn't continue that and at the time I was doing electives in philosophy and so and I was going really great at that and I really love that as well so I actually 
yeah, um, majored in philosophy and just finished that degree last oh, year. Oh, cool. So, yeah. 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 Do they intertwine at all, sort of, that you're writing in your poetry um, yes. and philosophy? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, th- I feel like philosophy in itself as a discipline just interconnects with so much, like, and especially, um, yeah, writing, you know, so many writers I think had their backgrounds, you know, in philosophy and would mm. study philosophy and especially in like a linguistic sense, there's a huge um, like overarching connection there. So I think if anything, it just helped really my writing because actually studying about it in um, university, yeah, I think just especially when it's creative writing, it just stunted it, I think, my creativity. Yeah. I just mm. – it and it made me, if anything, almost start to – you know, resent my writing and, and I just didn't like doing it. Mm. So I wanted to get away from that as, as much as I could and realise I don't need, you know, a degree in writing to be a writer, mm. you know. So, yeah. It's interesting and we've sort of touched on it a little bit with some of the previous guests that we've had on the podcast yeah, yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, when you're in a creative field and studying mm. that because it's sort of mm. tricky because especially in the creative sort of industry, everyone's so unique and so different yeah. and it's hard yeah. to sort of like – everyone doing the same course but it yeah. you know how's that going to work because everyone's yeah. different yeah you know? exactly so is that what you found that that's, it really wasn't yeah that's what i yeah. found i found as though yeah especially for creative writing and you know just writing in itself is so incredibly um broad and i just felt like the lecturers themselves were so had such subjective you know like kind of their own personal taste and you could really see that come out you know with um writing i would have some lecturers um I know like there was this one girl in class who um, ended up writing like a poem or something and the lecturer just said he just, you know, didn't didn't like one of the words that she would use and so he would just, you know, mark her down or things like that and you could just see that really come into play and how it would just discourage you I think so much and that would happen to me and my writing and so I felt like kind of I didn't need that. I realized that I didn't need that external validation, you know, from someone else yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to write. So, yeah, I just felt like it was too, too limiting and, and too um, constricting. And instead of really um, cr- like nurturing creativity, it was more, you know, so much more structured and, and yeah, like regimental. So, yeah, mm. I just, I just didn't really feel it for me personally. I'm sure maybe for other people it might. Yeah. work I don't know but yeah. yeah that was just my personal experience with it yeah and and we sort of touched on that uh a similar sort of thing with uh, you yeah. with your boyfriend Zach last uh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the last episode how sort of being able to do your thing gives that that all that freedom you yeah know? yeah and yeah, you don't definitely. have those limitations yeah um so you're on Instagram yeah so you're yeah, all over Instagram. social media yeah. and sort of uh putting your stuff on there so yes. when when did you start those accounts when like when, um, did, when, when did that idea come across well, that you'd start sharing I've, it yeah I first kind of I was never really, when social media, you know, first started coming out, I mm. didn't get on social media straight away. Like I didn't have Facebook, you know, for like a few years and okay. stuff like yeah. that. And I wasn't really like into Instagram, you know, for a while. And so um, it was only really became, you know, active even on Instagram, I'd say like three or like maybe even like four years ago. But um, last year I kind of just had the the idea just as like a fleeting idea kind of thing. But um, at the same time, you know, I ha- I still was, I think, dealing with these, um, you know, beliefs that I had about myself and, you know, like, oh, if I put that out there, like, I think a lot of it um, circled around worrying, you know, what other people would think, because exactly, I feel like a lot of people nowadays look down on, you know, people that are trying to pursue creative um, yeah. lifestyles, you yeah. know, so if you say to anyone, oh, I want to be a writer, you know, you can yeah. imagine how people kind of <laughs> yeah. react, like, yeah, oh, yeah. is that kind of, you know, like 
how are you going to do that, you know, yeah, today? So it's true, yeah. So um, I kind of had all those, like, like thoughts um, looming ahead. So I, I did try, I think, at last year for some some stage but then I actually I ended up like I just wasn't I think committed to it I just kind mm-hmm. of like went into it but then it's more so actually this year that I've just started really um like putting my writing out there and that's and being more um committed to it and mm-hmm. I think that has to do with first off dealing with a lot of the beliefs you know that I had about myself and my writing and trying to get over that and this, you know, illusion of, of fear really and like, oh, the rejection, the criticism, what mm. are people, you know, I went to school, what are they going to think, you know, yeah. all that, just getting, just eliminating all those kind of, um, all that noise, like essentially. So it's only really been, yeah, this year that I think I've probably decided to dedicate myself to it and all the commitment and everything that comes with that, you know. Mm. Yeah. It certainly seems like a, a really sort of, um, I guess, a vulnerable um, art form. Yeah. When you think yes. of like, when you think of music, I mean, mm. it's music like when songwriters and stuff. It's sort of similar. They're like yeah. you know, putting these words on the page, but mm. they've also got the music to it. Mm. This seems a lot more vulnerable, right? Yes. Because it's sort of yes. literally just the words on the page. Yes. Yes. I think. Do you it, find that? Yes. Yeah. It seems that's what I felt for me. Massive, just massive exposure and vulnerability. Just the words, you know, bare. I think a lot of people, um, especially when you read poetry, or even if you don't, just anyone coming across that read so much into it it feels like they're reading into you know um like ways of looking at you like it'll change the perspective of how they look at you by reading all your writing and what you write about and you know the words that you use and everything like that it kind of does feel like you're revealing these intimate you know pieces of yourself especially for me that um I kept away like for so long so I think it's um massive massive vulnerability and exposure to really put yourself out there like laid bare you know essentially mm. so um yeah did you find with with sh- sort of starting off early it's probably a bit nerve-wracking and then mm. as you go did you find yourself started to become a lot more comfortable with sharing your thoughts and um, the words yeah, yeah yeah i think so i think the more like with anything the more that you do it exactly you just become you know i guess more used to it and that fear you know just slowly um dissolves away because I think you know in the beginning before you do anything and especially something you know you're quite like afraid of I feel like it's just your ego that's just building it up so dramatic in your mind like oh my god it's it's going to be so dangerous you know it's going to mm. you're going to it's going to get criticism and you know it's almost yeah. going to hurt you it, it makes it out to be this horrible thing that's going to happen and then you actually do it and it's nowhere near as bad as you know your ego would yeah. say like yeah. it was so it's it's just kind of one of those things and um I think, yeah, the more that you just keep doing it, you just become more and more comfortable. And I think in the same sense, just realizing, you know, if you do get feedback, especially I think from people, you're like, oh, wow, people actually do like, you know, what I have to say or, you know, what I'm doing. And Mm. I think that any type of positive feedback, I think really helps that because, Mm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, A lot of your sort of work is, I I personally really like it. Oh, really? A lot of it's, (laughs) yeah, no, it's great. (laughs) It's it's really sort of very natural and you can sort of hear your voice coming out in it. Yeah. Um, So a lot of it sort of, you'd say, would be based on like sort of love and relationships. Yes. That's sort of your main sort of area. Yes, I think, I don't know, just at the same time, like it's just always come, I think most, I just try and stick to what comes like naturally and just naturally I feel like it's so easy for me. Um, just to connect and and write about that type of stuff. And I feel like it's such, 
you know, a universal thing for everyone. Everyone's had, you know, dealings with love and, and heartache and, you know, going to come across it. So mm. I just feel like, um, yeah, it's just very just organic. Like so I just try and and run with that, you know, rather than try and force something that doesn't feel natural yeah. or isn't really me because I think that would definitely come out in my writing. You know, you'd be able to see if someone's hasn't really connected, I think, to like the essence or the mm. substance of what they're writing. So I try, you know, I think that's what's most um, important, you know, the content, not like the form. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it's obviously very uh, like it's sort of personal. It's mm. from, you know, from your own heart sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but well, it's very personal to you. It's yep. the good. The great thing about it is, sort of, other people, mm. like you said, other yep. people can sort of relate to it, yeah, and sort yeah. of connect to it, yeah, that's, and yeah. maybe even take their own sort of interpretation of yeah. it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's really cool. And oh, thank you. I've got a, I've got a particular one that I. Yeah. If, are you cool? <laughs> yeah, to read of course. This out? Yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just posted it actually a few days ago. Oh, okay. Um, I'll read it out. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I'm not trying to write any complicated soliloquies, or stroke my ego using convoluted sentences. I'm not trying to be the greatest poet that ever lived. I'm just trying to tell you how much I love you as simply as words will let me. Mm, it was really yeah. cool. It, Thank you. Like it's really just sort of uh, it's it, it, it feels um, like it's not too, I don't want to say airy-fairy. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like it's it's it felt really real just reading oh, it too. That's really yeah. nice. Thank you. That's what I try and do. Sometimes I feel like a lot with my writing I can get a bit airy-fairy. Yeah. I just like, I guess, um, I just have such, yeah, a love and a passion for words that um, I'm always trying to expand, you know, my vocabulary. I think that's such a massive thing. So sometimes I think I end up using, you know, words that may be not as accessible or not everyone, you know, kind of knows the meaning. Mm. So sometimes I'm like, oh, am I doing that, you know, a bit too much or anything like that. But yeah, most of the time I just try and yeah, like, I mean, for when me, when I read, you know, poetry or when I like particular poets, like mm. sometimes it's so simple, but it just really makes you feel it, you know, and it's just so raw and, and powerful. And that's, you know, what I want to um, present with my writing as well. You know, like I said, it's, it's more about the content and the substance behind it and making people, you know, feel something and resonating with that. That's what mm. I think all types of, you know, art and creativity do is it's like recognizing that, yeah, just resonating with that that feeling that's behind it, you know, instead of whatever the medium is, whether it's, you know, music or art or writing, but, you know, that human emotion that yeah. lays behind it and trying to evoke that, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. certainly yeah. comes across as well. Thank you. Um, going through your profile, there's a, yeah. a, a there's a good range of stuff too in terms oh. uh, terms of like length. There's, yeah, yeah. there's some posts which are just like one or two lines yeah. and then there's some which, you know, a couple paragraphs, yeah, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tell us, dive into a little bit about your process about coming up with these with these pieces. So, okay, yeah. is it are some of them quite long? Like, are they drawn over days and weeks, yeah, or some of them um, sort of like spur of the moment, yeah. just like one line, boom? Well, usually, I think in the past, more so, I'm just one of those people that just I don't know. It will just end up, I guess you could say, being hit by like moments of inspiration, you know. Yeah. So I always have like. Usually I'll have like a pen or paper handy with me and yeah, I'll just, maybe it might even be a word, you know, it mightn't even be like the whole actual poem and then I'll have to kind of like unpackage that myself. Yeah. And um, I guess that's when your own kind of skill and like craft comes into it, but the initial kind of like word or just like even like an image will come up and then I'll, I'll write that down however it sounds and then I'll just rework it. And mm. usually some of them are quite, you know, little. But then some days, you know, I think it's hard being a writer or a poet because you're kind of like, 
you get, you know, there's obviously writer's block so much. And it's like, yeah. how do you force, you know, how do you sit down and dedicate time to your craft when you just have that writer's block, you mm. know, and it's such a real thing. But then at the same time, you know, as a writer, you want to challenge yourself and get better. So I, that's what I've kind of been trying to do. And I guess my way of trying to reconcile that is just um, get, try and get myself first into a creative or inspired state. Maybe that might be going out, um, in nature or it might just be reading a lot of other poets that really like inspire me to get into that space and maybe before that you know I wasn't really in the mood for writing but then you know I know I want to write and then after doing that though I do feel inspired and then all these things will you know kind of come to me and I'll start writing it out so I've kind of been trying to challenge myself and and write more um I guess you could say yeah longer form or like longer verses and stuff because yeah I just think it's it's much more rewarding and you realize when you push yourself I think and challenge yourself and set up those challenges you realize how much potential you really have like I Mm. never thought you know before maybe I would be able to write um, half the things you know that I wrote or even I've posted but just because I set that kind of challenge for myself I've surprised myself even and you know been able to fulfill and go beyond you know um, my own potential, what I thought. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of times, you know, sometimes things, sometimes, you know, some days I'll be able to write just like 10 things and then, you know, for the next week I won't be able to write anything. So I guess, you know, it's yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah it's kind of like that. That's the tr- <laughs> yeah, especially with creatives, it's a tricky thing to sort of set like a timeline to your yes. work. Yes. You, you can't really say, oh, I'm going to, you know, write a poem from mm. like, you know, mm. 2 o'clock to yes. 3 o'clock, I'm going to write here. Yeah. It's very spontaneous. Yes, it so is. Yeah. It's a tricky thing to sort of deal with. It is, um, yes. When you come up, when you come up with like a nice piece that you really like, uh, how much editing do you do to it, or are they all quite sort of you know natural? Or do we go through? Yeah, but like at the same time, um, I do like maybe I'll like I said I'll something will come up and then I'll write it Mm. and then maybe I'll even go away from it and come back to it with like fresh eyes and be like oh no like it would sound better maybe I'll just replace like one word or or something or just even move words around. Um, I think that's yeah so there's not really I guess I would say that much editing that goes into it usually I keep the pieces almost the same as like when I first write them but it's just little tweaks like here and there and I think it's it's really good you know especially if you're writing like I'd say like a book or longer form things if you you know you write something and just get whatever's out in your mind and then coming back to it and then being like oh no and you can improve it and yeah. you do it yeah I think a lot better yeah, yeah. that's what I try and do anyway <laughs> yeah 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 do you and do you particularly find like with the longer ones mm. versus the shorter ones I, yeah. I mean the short the sh- shorter ones uh, are cool because they're sort of really quick and punchy and yeah yeah especially when they're that short they're obviously yeah. easy for people to read and yeah. everything yeah do you find that is there a particular? Do you prefer maybe long form writing more than um, more than short? Or I think because okay, yeah, I, I will just mention because you also yeah. I've, I also saw you've got a blog as well. Yes, so you, yes, you, so you do that as well. Yes, yeah. I do. Um, I think I do the blog because I just have a lot of um thought and yeah, it's yeah. it's really nice, you know, doing these quick little I guess you could call them like musings, but I just feel like it's a lot more you know, rewarding also doing longer form. And I feel like at that time, you know, I'm trying to think of what value, you know, people will get out of that. So Mm. that's what I think more so with um, my blogs is you can go so much more in depth, you know, when it's um, longer form. But at the same time, um, I think, you know, you could say you like the the short ones because, you know, they're just easy. You know, like that would be, you know, the really rewarding thing about that. But, you know, I don't want 
to just write easy. You know, I want yeah. to challenge myself. That's that's the whole point of it. So, you know, I think in that regard. So then I do actually like writing longer form because when I'm doing it, it, it um, you know, it makes me reflect and go introspective and and I learn about myself, you mm. know, when I do it. It's mm. not just like a little thing that I write. Like when I'm going longer form like I do, I think it's almost is more of an introspective reflective kind of experience and so I get to learn you know more about myself and, yeah and yeah so yeah yeah I want to uh, just touch back on on sort of the writer's block side, yeah, of, side yeah, of thing yeah. which obviously is not uh, not just poetry but uh, many careers yeah yeah definitely yeah. finding yeah. uh finding writer's block and, and mm. really struggling to come up with ideas yeah what are some do you have any methods or any ideas to sort of break past that and sort mm. of Get back into that space. Uh, you, t- you mentioned yeah. before about you know reading some other stuff or, or yeah. going stepping out to nature, which yeah. I think is some really good ideas. Yeah, I think that's um, well. The main things you know, personally for me, I'm sure it's different for everyone else, but I think you know just exactly not getting. I think the main thing is just not getting defeated. You know, when that happens, I mm. think it's very human. And <clears throat> like I said, as creatives, like we do go through that. I think a lot, and I think a lot of people, you know, would just give up and be like, "Oh no, I, I don't feel it." Like they won't even try to put themselves, I think, in that space and allow, you know, the time um, for for like inspiration or something to come through. So yeah, personally for me, like if I'm just not feeling writing or you know, because for me, if I just sit at a desk and I'm like, "Yep, I'm gonna write," like that just does not happen. Like, and I yeah. know anything I write, I'll try and write, but it's just horrible, <laughs> you know. And I just <laughs> I don't like it at all. Mm. So and I just feel like it's fake and inauthentic, and I don't want that at all. So I'll try and just remove myself maybe from the environment because maybe it is the environment or the place and just being stuck inside and. For me, um, as a writer, yeah, just just being out in nature, I think is is very inspiring. You know, I don't even have to. You don't even have to be thinking about writing. It's just, mm. you know, I think taking yourself even away from what you want to do and and doing something different and and not thinking about it. You might usually I find that I'll end up coming back to it, you know, or I'll think of something and then I will want to write. But yeah. just instead of forcing it, it just comes. Um, a lot more naturally or yeah for me like I said reading um a lot of writers that I like because it just it just inspires me and I guess reignites that kind of like inspiration like yeah. oh wow you know this is so amazing and like maybe it might even be a piece and I'm like oh my god like I want to write something similar or all these ideas I guess start you know flooding to me that previously just weren't there mm. so I think um those are the kind of methods that I personally use I, I'm sure it's different for everyone yeah. else yeah 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 and like some like I've heard of some people facing years of mm. writer's block yes yeah Yes, which is yeah. which is really rough, and, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, everyone's different, and they sort of have to find their own yeah. way of breaking yeah. out of it. Yeah, that's um, what I feel as well. You know, I feel like we can be so harsh on ourselves that realizing as well, you don't have to be productive. You know, every day, like yeah. you know, like you, we put all this pressure on ourselves. Like, oh my god, if I didn't write, you know, like a poem today, like I'm I'm so behind, or putting yeah. like that linear kind of time frame on yourself, but giving yourself that leniency and like no you don't have to be you know productive like every day and you probably won't be you know productive every day but you know the fact that you still keep coming back to it you mm. know even in spite of that I think is what's more important you know and yeah. just being committed and being like oh yep today I didn't write anything like that's fine yeah you know I'll write you know next week or I'll write to be, or whenever, you know. Yeah. yeah, just being comfortable with the idea that maybe yeah. you can't, you know, perform yeah. Yeah, all, all the, time. the time. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah. How much of a have – you, have you thought much about whether this would be a career for you? Like would it? Would mm. you ever consider it looking yes, at it as definitely. a career? Yeah? Well, now, you know, like I said, probably in the past I was like, 
oh, um, no, because of all like self-doubts and beliefs and kind of Mm -hmm. things. But now um, I think because I've done a lot of internal work and shifting all those beliefs, that's been a massive, you know, thing for me. And I think that's so important that everyone should do that, that groundwork and that foundation on themselves to really set themselves up in anything they want to do. And because I think I've done that now, you know, I'm I'm much more um, determined, I think, and comfortable to to recognize like, you know, I do have a passion for this and I'm a strong believer that, you know, human beings are meant to be, you know, creative. I feel like that's one of the most amazing things that um, really distinguishes us from everything else is like our ability to create things. And so I believe that everyone does, you know, have a passion, you know, for a purpose, you know, as cliche and as trite, like as it sounds, you know, I think everyone's kind of heard that a lot, but I do think there's a lot of, I think you hear it a lot because there's a timeless truth, you know, to that um, kind of piece of wisdom is that, you know, we're meant to create and we have, like, I don't think you have a passion. So, you know, for your life, you're meant to ignore it and then become 70 and then live with regrets that you didn't fulfill it, you know, like, I, I just don't, I just don't think that's, that's it at all. So I feel like you are meant to um, pursue it and create whatever it is, you know, that you're passionate about and that you do have, you know, unique gifts and strengths and um, as a person. So for me, like, because I believe in that so much and I think I want to show people as well, like, um, about that, like, that I have to, you know, go and I want to go. Yeah. Like now, you know, I'm, I'm trying more so to really dedicate myself and just go all in and not be half-hearted, like, about it. I don't mm. think you can... Yeah, make it a career or fulfilling if you're half-hearted about it. Like I think you have to risk it all and kind of take that dive and that leap to just go all in and Mm. have the faith and belief in yourself that, you know, this is what you're meant to do and have that kind of um, meaningful foundation there because I think that will get you through all those kind of um, really tough, you know, times that creatives do face because there is a lot of um, unique adversity that creatives face Yeah, yeah, in society. Yeah, no, really cool. I want to go back to um, yeah. the sort of the finding that sort of belief in yourself, the inner mm. belief, which obviously yeah. is a confidence is a big yeah, factor for, for creatives in particular. Yeah. Uh, what What were some turning points for you? What What were some things that you did in your life to mm. really sort of develop that belief in you to to get um, that confidence in yourself? Well, for me, I guess I've always kind of been um, a person that sought um, like deeper meaning in life and existence. I mean, that's why I. I think I clearly gravitated towards philosophy. And so even studying philosophy, I think that was a huge um, cataclysm, you know, for me. And there's so many things that that I really, like, learnt and, you know, that had so much, I think, value in them and that I wanted to put, you know, into practice because I think that's what, you know, philosophy philosophy's aimed at is enriching your life you know not just taking not just conceptualizing the knowledge and just ruminating or postulating it I think it's about actually implementing it so you can enrich not just your life but everyone else's around you and um so for me yeah that that was a huge cataclysm and um I'm very much into a lot of like kind of self-help like books and self-development books so yeah I would just um, go and, and buy all these books. So they were hugely like invaluable to me, like in my journey and all the things I've kind of gleaned, like from these different books have just, yeah, just really just shifted my awareness, I Mm. guess. And Mm. especially like 
on myself and yeah the beliefs and the stories that I would tell myself that weren't grounded you know in any evidence at all but it's just funny how we just inculcate a belief so much that we believe it to be reality but then when you realize um you know you can change your beliefs you know about yourself and you can change your thoughts and your actions and um yeah from from that point like I can definitely say that you know my my life's changed because I try and practice that every day you know it's not just like a one-time thing it's something that Mm. you implement you know daily and build upon that so for me yeah I think those were probably the main thing mostly just reading books I think yeah there's so many books I just like blow my mind (laughs) just yeah yeah yeah. And do you feel like you're still on that journey now? So yes. you're still learning a yes. lot just oh, day by day? 100%. Yeah. I feel like it's a never-ending process, you know. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's you're just mm. constantly constantly learning and you feel like it's kind of ironic cuz um you know, I can't remember. I think it was that quote that Socrates says like, you know, um about how like there's just so much to learn out there. You realize you haven't learned, you have no knowledge, you know, you have no wisdom. Yeah. And I feel like that's so true. Like yeah. for me, the more that I actually learn, um, I'm just like, wow, like the, I just don't really know anything because <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's just so much out there, yeah. you know. But at the same time, I think that's just what it's about, not trying to be perfect. It's just trying to continually be better and just evolve, you know, like every day and striving um, to be better than you were um, yesterday. So for me, yeah, it's it's like I just learn, you know, so much all the time and I'm constantly on that journey, you know, trying to go to like that next level and transcend that last level, you know. So it's, yeah, it's never ending, but it's so rewarding, you know, in yeah. that sense. I never like mm. stagnate, you know, and I think – um yeah, stagnant existence. It's like yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's super important for creatives to be constantly learning too. Yes. And yeah, constantly definitely. be open to new perspectives. Yes. Yeah. Broadening your awareness, yeah. I think, is just a massive thing. Absolutely. Which yeah. is always beneficial for your craft, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, it yeah. affects your craft so much. Yeah. yeah. No matter what you're doing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, have you have you interacted much with uh, fellow poets, fellow writers? No, I haven't really. Okay. That's something that I'm. I'm more like trying to do because I just like before I just, I guess I was kind of just like more, it was more getting myself out there and like working on myself. And so I'm very like focused on that. But now that I have, um, and I think I'm a lot more confident, I feel like I'm in that position or in that space now that I want to actually, you know, of course, um, reach out to other, you know, like poets or writers. I think it's really amazing surrounding yourself with, fellow creatives I feel like just having that environment and that um circle is incredibly like uplifting and just and I think it would help sustain you in keeping like inspired you know when you're always like exactly in those days when you do have maybe creative block or or writer's block or whatever but then you look at you know friends that are writers you're like oh wow like you know they're so inspiring like I can do it or you know I just feel like it just naturally uplifts you so that's something that, yes, I'll be working on this year. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what sort of advice would you have for creatives looking to, I guess, not just poets. I mean, we could talk about poets in particular, but yeah. creatives, because um, yeah. I guess musicians are sort of the same, how they're yeah. sort of just putting putting themselves yeah. sort of just out yeah. there. Um, what advice would you give for, for people to help try and find that confidence to step out and, and follow their dreams and follow mm. their passion? Because mm. so, you know, like we said so before, it's sometimes not looked seen as like yes. a, a proper job or career, yes, you know. Yes. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, it's sort of tricky, mm-hmm. and some people tend to like sort of dull it down and think, oh, you know, I shouldn't do that. When maybe it's yeah. their true passion and yeah, their true calling. Exactly. What advice um, would you have for those people? Um, I'd just say, I know this is going to sound so incredibly Go dry for it. and cliche, <laughs> but it's just, it honestly does come down to, you know, not caring what people think, you know, because you, you're here to live, you're not here to live up to anybody else's expectations, and no one's here to live up to yours. Like, mm. you have to live life and have that courage to live life, you know, on your own terms. And I think that's a massive thing you know, about it and, and realizing that maybe why other people could give you arbitrary judgments or criticism or whenever you run yeah. into kind of things like that yeah. is that those people themselves, you know, could be actually um, resenting the fact that you are doing that because maybe mm. they have passions, but they've let society or their parents or the culture, you know, dictate how they live their lives, you know. So I think it's just, just yeah, just really paramount important that you realize yeah, how do you want to live your life and that your dreams are, you know, yours for a reason and you're the only person that can live them. No one can do it for you. So, you know, it's about deciding are you going to let others govern the way you live your life, you know, based on, you know, most people are living their lives because they've just picked up these mass-produced beliefs. You know, Mm. they don't even – or they've picked it up from somewhere else, some sort of external source and never really coming from themselves. And I think when you live that way – you know, it's it's not sustainable. Like maybe you can do that for like 20, 30 years or whatever, but that kind of lifestyle just collapses in on yourself because like I said, I think human beings, um, we're innately creative, you know, like we were made from a creator. Like I believe we're meant to be creative. It's such a inherent part of us and I don't think, you know, you can deny that. And so when you know, like, and I feel like especially if you're at this age and you have, you know, a passion. There's so many people that don't even know what their passion is, you know, Mm. and they would just be dying to like find out and they want to be passionate about something, but they just, they just haven't found it yet. So I feel like just realizing it's a gift to know like so young that you're passionate or you love something, you know, have an affinity for something. And so I just think you don't want to regret you know, regret it because Mm. time, you know, is the most invaluable source that we have. And we act as though we have, you know, an abundance of time, you know, but Mm. that's, that's just not the case at all. So I think that urgency, when you realize that it puts in that urgency to act, you know, now, like you can always have opportunities to make money, you know, but yeah, yeah, there's no amount of money that ever bought, you know, a second of time. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. So it's, I think that's, you know, once you realize wow, that's the most invaluable resource. Like then you realize, wow, how do you want to spend, you know, your days? What Mm. do you want to dedicate it to? You know, do you want to trade portions of your life just for money? You know, (laughs) like, or do you want to spend your days meaningfully building upon, you know, your passions and what you want to do Mm. and then aiming towards, yeah, being successful and realizing like money and fame and all that stuff is secondary, you know, to like meaning and fulfillment. Yeah. So I think that would be this advice that yeah. I could probably give. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. And mm. I think a big part of it as well, just to add on to that is, yeah. um, and we've sort of touched on it before, um, while it's good to have sort of outside, uh, you know, like yeah. receiving compliments and, yeah, and having that yeah. confidence Praise, is good. Yeah. But so much of it too comes from yourself yeah. and having that yeah. inner belief because only mm. you have the power to change your own yeah. life, yeah. you know. Yeah, At the end of the day, it comes back to you yeah. Yeah. To, to sort of, you know, set yourself Mm. On that path, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. And how much has, uh, I just want to go back to social media. How much has social, what, what role social media played um, in this? Because obviously you, mm. you, you, you've been posting some things online. Yeah. Um, do you find that social media is one of your primary tools that you like to um, use? Well, yeah. Well, now, like, exactly. I think it's just so widely accessible. You know, anyone can mm. put out, you know, 
whatever they want. Gives you, <laughs> like, gives you a voice. Yeah, it gives you that platform. Yeah. Like, you know, such an accessible platform platform for anyone and for me it's kind of um helped me in the sense that I can't um mm. you know like I guess almost in a way it's it's forced me to put my work out there because I'm like I'm yeah. realizing it's right there in my yeah. face you know I see all these other people you know doing it and I'm like wow that's I could do that you know like why aren't I doing that more yeah. was the question yeah so for me it helped you know, strip away, I guess, that kind of veil instead of being someone that would just write poems and stuff and hide them, you know, in my room for no one to see mm. and kind of give them, like, that chance, you know, to breathe and give them that chance at life, you know, that before I, I never did. So I think it's amazing that, you know, you have that kind of, you can come to this place where it's like that spotlight, you know, on it and, and you can receive, you know, feedback. And that's the amazing thing, you know, I think with writing is that it can just you know, connect with anyone, you know, around the world, you know, which yeah. is, is so um, yeah. awesome. Like, yeah, so I think it's played, you know, a huge part in my um, personal journey, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, it's an invaluable tool. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, we're coming towards the end of the podcast. Okay, it's been yes. a really insightful chat. But Thank now you. it's time to talk about your three songs for the Young People playlist. Each guest okay. that comes on the podcast gets yes. to pick... Three songs of their choice. It's turning into a bit of a mishmash, the playlist, <laughs> but a beautiful mishmash nonetheless. So, uh, number one song, what is it? Okay, my number one pick is Gotta Be Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen. Queen, mm, yes. Timeless. Yep. Any any insight behind why you chose the song or is that just um, a... That's actually my favourite song. All-time so, yeah. yeah, I like, I'm sure a lot of people yeah. will have the same answer to that. Absolutely. So, so yeah. good. Yeah. All right, song number two. And then Zombie, the Cranberries. Yes. Another classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good song. Classic. Good song. And then, of course, just for the sake of um, older, more hardcore Avalon, yeah. <laughs> I want to <laughs> put in um, Duality by Slipknot. Awesome. So those are my three picks. A little bit of sort of a, a nice sort of variety there, yeah. too. I think yeah, so, too. I think so. A little I bit of a broad so. spectrum there, which yeah. is good, you know. Yeah. it's I guess it's sort of just meant to uh, reflect everyone's unique taste. Yes, definitely. <laughs> which, is, which is good. And so, because we've had some interesting, I mean, yeah, so we've got Slipknot now. Yeah. And then and then Zach, Zach last episode, you know, chose some more like sort of folky acoustic yes, tunes. Yes. But it's uh, it's good to have that nice yeah, mix. Yeah, no, it is. Um, good. So, you can, uh, for everyone listening, you can check out that playlist. It's on Spotify. Just search up the Young People playlist list mm. um avalon's three songs will be up there right now well avalon breen thank you so much That's for okay. coming onto the podcast thank you for having me yeah it's been I'm great very uh, humbled very, <laughs> in, very <laughs> oh, no, honestly very insightful chat and that's the, that's the whole point of this to just to yeah. hear from you know mm. it doesn't matter what level you're at or what you're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. everyone's got their own unique perspectives course, so yeah, this has been awesome thank you um for everyone listening you can check out uh at, well where can they find you would you like to plug um, yourself Yes. Well, on Instagram, you can find me. My name's just Avalon. Nothing, <laughs> nothing that exciting. Yeah, no, not cool. Um, and then, yes, I do have a blog on mm-hmm. this website. So that's just Avalon's a marathon. That's it's it's probably kind of like a complicated like name. It's actually um, a type of flower. Yeah. So I'm sure if you just type that up, you will. <laughs> and then yes, I have um, a Facebook page as well. It's just Avalon Angel Brain. 
So cool. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Go check out her stuff. It's 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 honestly really sort of uh, like I was saying before. We can sort of connect and resonate to it. You know, Thank just you. just the word. Thanks. It's great. Yeah. Um, make sure you follow the Young People Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Use hashtag Young People Podcast or hashtag TYPP. And don't forget, you can listen to the podcast on all your favorite podcast listening platforms including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We have new episodes coming out every Monday fortnight. Once again, Avalon, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later.